0: Are you struggling with addictions, spiritual oppression, or supernatural warfare? If so, then it's time to break the chain that's holding you back from living in complete freedom in Christ. Attend the No Chain Is Stronger Than the Name of Jesus Conference, August 4th through 6th, 2016, in beautiful Orlando, Florida. Join evangelist John Ramirez and pastors Alexander and Sandra Suraga for this life-changing conference that will break every chain holding you back. Come with great expectation to receive from the Lord and live a life of wholeness. With workshop from 11 to 1 and a daily evening service, you'll learn firsthand the tactics of the enemy and how to walk in deliverance. Doors open nightly at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find the Bill Bright Ministry Center at 11002 Lake Hart Drive, Orlando, Florida, zip code 33832. Admission is free, but registration is required. So just visit www.johnramirez.org slash events to register and learn more. Again, visit johnramirez.org slash events.
1: But I would say as a whole rejection is going to hurt a man as deeply as it hurts a woman it's just with women we're coloring with a 64 box of crayons as we express our emotions and men are dealing more most men i wouldn't say all men but some men are dealing with more like an eight pack of emotion like i'm happy i'm sad i'm mad you know what i mean it's like real basic
2: I'm Jocelyn, and today I am here with the head of Proverbs 31 Ministries, Lisa Turker. Say hi, Lisa. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much. Oh, Lisa, I am so excited to have you on today to talk about your new book, Uninvited. Can you tell me a little bit about it?
1: Absolutely. So the reason I wrote a book, Uninvited, which seems like such a strange title to put on a book, but the subtitle of the book is Living Loved When You Feel Mm -hmm. Left... Less than, left out, and lonely. And I think that really hits at the core of the hope of the book. Um, Uninvited is the feeling that I think many of us feel um, in big ways and in small ways. The big ways are because the rejections of our past are affecting us today more than we even realize. Rejection Mm -hmm. is such a, a difficult thing, and I think most of us are either healing from a past rejection, dealing with a present-day rejection, or fearing an unexpected rejection might be right around the corner. Mm -hmm. So we navigate life and can kind of start doing a dysfunctional dance because we know the pain of rejection can be so intense. So those are for the bigger rejections. But then there's small, everyday rejections, those subtle feelings of being, you know, just feeling less than left out and lonely and an example of that is when you hop on social media and two of your best friends got together and went to dinner last night and they Oh didn't my goodness call I you. feel that. <laughs> right? And right. So it's it's not that you feel this overarching sense of rejection from them but it plants a seed inside of you that can quickly tap into old feelings of rejection and start telling you lies about the way your friends really feel.
2: And I i mean, I know you mentioned social media and Instagram especially. I'm like, oh, those people went out. But how do you think social media has kind of amplified this rejection in our lives?
1: Well, social media gives us this rare opportunity that we've never had in the history of the world before now to be hyper aware about even the most minute details of everyone else's life. And we can instantly hop on Instagram and we see all the most wonderful parts of someone else's life. Mm -hmm. And it it appears that their marriage is more romantic, their relationships are more happy, their kids are more successful and better dressed, and uh, then also their general sense of well-being is much greater than yours. Mm -hmm. And so it feeds, I think... This, If we're not careful, it can feed inside of us this unhealthy, consistent comparison that can really wear us down after a while. Mm-hmm. And, um, and comparison really, I think, is one of those things that opens up the door to us feeling less than left out and lonely and then can really fling the, the, the door wide open mm-hmm. to rejection coming up close and center in our life. And it's hard.
2: And I think one of the ways I've primarily dealt with rejection over social media is like, I'm 25 years old, and I'm single, and everyone around me is getting married and in relationships. And even like my younger sister, who is 22, is in a very serious relationship right now. And so what I mean by that is, what are some ways that I can deal with like this bigger sense of rejection, even though it's not a personal thing, I'm just feeling left out.
1: Right, well, I think you have to go to the source of of what exactly is it that is feeding that feeling of being left out and and take a break from that for a little bit. So for you, it might be a constant barrage of seeing lots of people 's pictures of getting married or whatever you know, so I would say um, either take a a complete break from whatever social media is kind of feeding that feeling in you or limit your time and redirect your time to you doing something that makes you feel alive so maybe for you it's running or maybe it's painting or maybe it's um watching you know some kind of nature tv or whatever it is but whatever that is inside of you that makes you feel most alive cut your social media time down so that you can have some minutes to really invest because you'll quickly be reminded that the world is in desperate need of Mm -hmm. your unique brand of beautiful, and you don't have to have what everyone else seems to have in that moment. You don't have to have a husband for you to be significant and beautiful and contributing to this world in an amazing way. So that would be one thing. The other thing is, The flip side of social media is when we put a post up, Mm -hmm. how many people are liking it? How much affirmation do we get? And I think sometimes we can start to develop this insatiable need for an unrealistic amount of affirmation. And if we don't get it, if we put a post up that everyone seems to ignore, well, that can really knock us for a loop too. So it may be post less. And when we do post, make it about something that will encourage other people not a code post for hey i'm feeling needy and i need affirmation
2: you have no idea how timely that just was i'm going to try to be cool right now i actually do have a run scheduled for this afternoon so that hopefully that'll help Um, (laughs) (laughs) moving away from social media i know i've also dealt with a lot of rejection within the church how do you think spiritual rejection differs from just your average day in and day out saying oh that kind of hurt my feelings
1: yeah well Obviously, spiritual rejection goes very, very deep. It goes into the core of who we are, and this is how it usually will play out in my life. I I once had somebody tell me early on in my ministry, it was somebody that went to my church, and I, I kind of whispered to them, hey, I feel like God is really stirring my heart to speak. And she immediately turned to me and said, Oh, absolutely not. You will never be a speaker. What? Well, oh, I'm telling you, it oh was my very goodness. quick and it was very definite. You know, I I I don't know exactly what her intention was because normally she's not a discouraging person. Mm-hmm. But in that moment it devastated me. Yeah, I'd say so. And her The line that she said, the statement that she said, quickly became a lie that I believed, and that lie that I believed quickly became a liability in Mm -hmm. my journey to pursuing the calling that God had on my Mm -hmm. life. So what I encourage people to do, especially when it's in a spiritual sense, and certainly also when it's in an emotional sense, go back to those times, like really, really spend some time, ask God to reveal, hey, I feel a pause every time I try to step out in my calling here, or I feel... Uh, kind of chaotic whenever I walk into church, or I instantly feel like people are going to reject me if I go to a Bible study, mm-hmm. or they're not going to talk to me, or whatever. Go back, sit down with the Lord, and go back and ask Him to reveal where did this lie begin. Oh,
2: that's and good. And it's
1: amazing how faithful, in the, in the beauty of silence, how God can really bring things to mind. Write it down, take it to the Word, And when you take it to the Word and take it to someone who you know loves you and wants the best for you, and start to untangle those lies.
2: Oh, my goodness. I love it so much. I actually was just sitting here with my eyes closed taking in what you were saying. It's it's so full of truth. Why do you think we as women kind of take this more personally than, like, our male counterparts?
1: Well, you know, I think that men actually take it personally, too. It's just that they don't have nearly the emotional response that we have, Um, and and that's a a gross generalization. Mm -hmm. But I would say as a whole, rejection is going to hurt a man as deeply as it hurts a woman. It's just with women, we're coloring with a 64 box. Of crayons <laughs> as we express our emotions, and men are dealing more. Most men, I wouldn't say all men, but some men are dealing with more like an eight pack of emotion. Like I'm happy, I'm sad, I'm mm-hmm. mad. You know what I mean? It's like real basic. With us, we're like magenta magnificent, <laughs> or we're like the you know, me pink, the fire red. You know, I mean, we've yeah. just got all this expressive way. But regardless, at the heart of every human, there are two core fears that feed a person's sensitivity to rejection, the fear of being abandoned and the fear of losing one's identity. Mm -hmm. And in Uninvited, I really unpack those and help us get to the place where we can have an intimacy-based identity in Christ so that we can have a more solid foundation for the core of who we are. And that's really the secret to what I'm proposing in this book is the antidote for rejection, and that is to learn to live loved. And that's oh, true man. whether you're a man or a woman.
2: For sure. And that's, you know, that's the whole purpose of us being children of God, is that you know we're co-heirs with Christ, and there is a man who died for us and rose again. And how often do we forget that information when we're just going through the daily tasks?
1: Absolutely. And I think it's important to take a little season in our life and really go back to the core uh, spiritual foundation of what what makes us act and react the way we do every single day. And oftentimes the misalignments in that spiritual foundation you'll find are embedded there because of rejection. So that's why I decided, you know what, I can't think of a more important project to tackle right now than to really help people deal from a very truth-based mm-hmm. sense to deal with rejection. And even if you look at the state of our country right now, you know, so much of the anger and the disunity and all of that, if you if you trace it all the way back, it's because people are feeling rejected, mm-hmm. and in many cases rightfully so. So we've got to learn how to deal with it.
2: Oh, man. Well, I actually, you have answered all my questions. Do you have anything else you'd like to add?
1: The only thing I would like to add is just one other thing in the book that I think could be really helpful for people and that is sometimes we're in what I call a desperate in between. Like we're not being rejected today, mm-hmm. but the hurt of, of a past rejection is still very much affecting us. I and can identify not on the with other that. Side yeah. Of it where we're healed, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? And so I call it the desperate in between. And in Uninvited, I give you some very specific prayers that you can literally just read straight from the book out loud. You don't have to think of the words, and I've got all the words written there so that you're not laying in bed thinking, I shouldn't text him, but I just feel like I've got to. Instead of texting him, because you know it's just going to compound your hurt, go to these prayers and pray them out loud, and these prayers will get you through that desperate in-between time.
2: Oh, man, that is That is so full of truth right now. And your book will be coming out on August 9th. Uh, Where can our listeners find you on social media?
1: You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Lisa Turkhurst, just the at symbol, and then Mm -hmm. L-Y-S-A-T-E-R-K-E-U-R-S-T, which is kind of a mouthful. But if you start L-Y-S-A-T, then hopefully you can find me if you do a search.
2: It pops up pretty quickly.
1: Perfect. And then on um, Facebook it's uh I think it's Lisa Turkist official and you can find me there and um, yeah and we do we'll be doing lots of really inspirational things and some giveaways around the release of the book so that'll be fun
2: oh i'm i'm so excited for everyone else to read this marvelous marvelous book all right guys thank you so much for listening that was our show today i'm jesslyn you can find me on twitter and instagram at jesslyn justice you can find charisma podcast network on twitter and facebook at cpn shows i was here with lisa lisa thank you again for stopping by today i really appreciate it
1: well thank you so much it's been an honor to be with you